Hi, and welcome to A Spirited Life. I'm Mark. I'm Christine. This week we'll be discussing our reflections on the year uh, 2023, kind of what we reflected on, why, and different ways that you can reflect on the year. We'll also be talking about our Whiskey of the Week, which is right in line with retrospecting, as well as what filled our spirit this week. We want to live a spirited life. We're documenting our journey towards financial independence while balancing that with living in the present and enjoying our time in the journey. While we want to work towards financial independence, there's no guarantee for what tomorrow will bring. We don't want to wait to enjoy our lives because tomorrow isn't promised. We want to share our journey to help keep ourselves intentional and accountable. And we invite you to come along with us as we work towards living a spirit of life. What we're sipping on for the Whiskey of the Week was selected both for the name and for the quality of the whiskey. We picked Little Book Chapter 7 in retrospect for this week. This whiskey is designed to be a look back through the entire Little Book series, and it actually contains whiskey from all of the six previous chapters that they've put out. That seemed to connect pretty well with our theme of retrospecting and looking back. And is also something a little bit special because we are at the end of the year. We are at the end of 2023. And since we're marking the end of the year, this is a nice, somewhat special bottle. So this whiskey is effectively not age dated. However, it does list all of the ages on the side of the bottle. And, and it does tell you um, exactly what has gone into this particular blend. Uh, anything from a four-year all the way up to an 18-year. Uh, the proof on it is 118.1 proof. The MSRP on this was $125. Uh, your mileage may vary on that depending on what you might be able to get it for in your area. This is uh, limited availability. Is limited edition was released in 2023 and was considered to be pretty highly sought after. A lot of people reviewed this really well and uh, was pretty highly considered as compared to some of the previous releases that they've done. Uh, so let's uh, let's get into this and let's see uh, see what we think here. It's like a deep honey golden color. Yeah, it's actually a really really nice color, and um, yeah, definitely you, a bit of a yeah, definitely like a, a honey more of a honey color as opposed to a copper color. Uh, I bet some of the younger whiskeys in here probably balance out the color a little bit. On the nose. Oh, yeah. It's like a crisp apple. Absolutely. That's exactly what I was thinking too. It was apple, apple skins and apple yep. peels. Don't, don't inhale too hard. Definitely not. That 118 proof mm -hmm. comes right out of the glass into the nose. It's very crisp. It's very springy to me. It's almost a little bright, which is kind of surprising. Yeah. I am kind of very surprised with how bright and crisp it is. Yeah. Okay. I'm still getting some of the more traditional notes. I'm getting a little bit of a honey note on there. Mm -hmm. I'm getting also some of the caramel notes. Like it reminds me of those like honey sticks that you get at the apple orchard. That is a great way to put it. It's kind of like going over to your local yeah, fruit farm and you get the, the honey flavored sticks, honey sticks. And so then you've also like got like a nice crisp apple. Yeah, this is yep. Yeah, it smells yep. like the little shop. That yes. You're in. Yeah. yeah. All cool. right. Let's uh give this a taste cheers cheers 
Oh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it does have does have a little bit of a burn to it, which is not surprising at one eighteen. But it it's a complex, smooth burn. It tastes. It's got more si- spice and seasoning on the palate than the nose would suggest. I would agree. This definitely has much more spiciness to it on the palate, and the nose does not match the palate, at least with our experience on this right now. Definitely very enjoyable in terms of uh, the spiciness on the front and mid-palate with a little bit of heat on the mid-palate, and Mm -hmm. then the oak kicks in in the finish. And actually, the I mean, the, the finish is really long. For me, the, the finish is still going. I want to call it like an oat bran, but it's not like the full-on oat bran. It has like a raisiny, oaty, spicy. In the mid-palate, there's a little bit of the grain note that yeah. you can get. And then it's like honey through. and oak the rest of the way down. Mm-hmm. Definitely a little bit of the the Kentucky hug here in the middle. Really enjoyable. Um, I can see why a lot of people mm-hmm. rated this very highly. Very complex. Uh, a lot of interesting notes and just an interesting whiskey all around. And I think just with how they describe this, designed to be something where they're looking back across everything that they've done with the Little Book series, I, I think it actually makes a lot of sense that it has the complexity that it does with the variety of whiskey that is in this. That's true. Which is kind of impressive. It puts all, what, one through six together? As I understand it, it's all one through six together to, you know, some blend of all of those. But yeah, all all those different blends, and it still makes like a really good... A really nice, enjoyable pour. Yeah. Like, I know they have their science science stuff to it, so it's not just like I'm going to pour a quarter cup here and a little splash here. I'm like... It's, it, they have like their science smelly. What is the thing we look? Their their sciencey science. <laughs> and you like do the thing at the stuff with the five droppy drops. I'm no blender, but I'm just still impressed. Blending is amazing. I don't know how people do it. I agree. Like Sorry. It, yeah, no, you're absolutely good. I I agree that this this actually is really impressive for what they've put together mm-hmm. and how they blended this together. It, it really is a marvel of what they can do, and it really shows off their capabilities of being able to take such a diverse set of whiskeys and put to, put together something that's comprehensive. It has a nice nose. It has an approachable nose. It has a overall good mm-hmm. palate that has good notes all the way from the front to the mid to the late palate and even through the finish. There's like a wide range of like, Tastes on my palate right now. You says 118? 118.1 proof. It's hot, but it's not like I'm gonna hurt you hot. Most of the most of the heat comes through in the mid palate. Mm-hmm. And the hug is just like a small lingering. It's not like I think I'm getting like heartburn hug. Right. Yeah, definitely a lot of oak on the finish, which was really Oh, it's nice. like a bit of honey. Like that little candy. I'm sorry, I just realized I'm trying to wonder what I'm no, that's okay. What and is on that, my tongue? That actually makes a lot of sense because you've got some of the honey notes and things like that. And mm-hmm. many of the Jim Beam products are known for having a bit of nuttiness to them. And so that actually makes a lot of sense that this particular it's whiskey like would have 
that bit of honey kind of note yeah. to it. It's like that little wafer things. Really nice pour, and I think you know the the idea of being able to have this as something that they looked back across the whole little book series is kind of cool. And and again, that connects really well with our theme for today of retrospecting and looking back. All right. So we're going to talk a little bit about reflection. First, we're going to talk about what reflection is and why we do it, which may seem kind of silly, but it's worth taking a moment to talk through that. And then we're going to get into a couple different ways that you could go about reflecting because different ways work better or worse for different people. So then we'll talk about how we went about reflecting and then our outcomes from that. So so let's start with what reflection is and what are we trying to accomplish here? For me, the what of reflection is really looking back on the past year, kind of seeing what went well, what didn't go so well, kind of taking stock of where I've been and all the different experiences in that time frame. How about you? Yeah. So, I mean, it really allows us to look back and see what happened in the time frame and for us, like you said, we're looking back at the year, but you can look more regularly if you want to do it quarterly or even monthly. Uh, in some cases, people will do that. But we're looking back at the year, and that, that allows us to take a look back and see what happened, or, or in some cases, even maybe what didn't happen. And what we're doing is, is we're compiling all of those thoughts and experiences from the year so we can remind ourselves of those things. We may not always be good at thinking about all the things that happen and that starts to get into a, a little bit of the why in terms of it 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 helps us to orient to see okay where did we actually get to and you know, what did actually happen uh and for you what's what's your why in terms of some of the things that help you okay for me the why is really to make me stop think reflect celebrate and then maybe make a plan Really kind of what have I done? Where have I gone? Um, what have I done? What have I not done? Um, and how have I faced those challenges and any lessons that I've learned along the way? And then it kind of helps to get me my path set for the next steps. Absolutely. And that was one of the things that I had next on my list was to, to make a determination, to be able to determine what to do next or how to change, how to get ready, how to set new goals. And then the last thing that I have on my list was uh, having gratitude and really appreciating the experiences, sometimes even the bad ones, um, because having those bad experiences can, you know, help you grow sometimes, maybe even if you don't want to, but also they can give you appreciation for when you have the good times because you can contrast those things. Anything else you would add? Um, I think along with going with the, you know, thinking about things that didn't go so well, is giving yourself time to grieve. Too often we kind of push and be like, okay, that that didn't go right or that 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 was bad, but let's go let's, let's go. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. But sometimes you just need a moment to sit in that and think about and process the whole situation before you're fully ready to to move on without extra baggage. Yeah, it's so funny that as you were describing that, I was thinking like, yeah, you really give yourself time to process, which Sometimes we don't do in the moment. Sometimes we don't think about giving ourselves that time to process and really work through our emotions, work through our feelings on things. So really appreciate you bringing that up. And it gives you a moment to be kind to yourself instead of holding yourself up to all these goals and be like, I sucked. I didn't hit them. Give yourself time to be like, this is what was going on and this is how I've processed and this is my feelings and this is how I approached it and how I move forward and really just 
seeing how amazing you can be even in times of challenges. Yeah. And being able to look at some of those things and say, okay, now if I didn't get there, if I didn't get to where I wanted to get to, what do I do about it? How do I move forward on this? How do I get to where I want to get to intentionally? And what am I going to do differently? It helps set you up for being able to set your next goals and be able to accomplish those. And for me, that really works with sitting back and wondering like the whys, why I did something or how I did something. One of the other things that it allows you to do if you realize that you started down a path or maybe you had some goals is that maybe you need to make a pivot. Maybe you need to make a change and being able to reflect and retrospect and look at where you were going and make a determination. Maybe I don't want to go there anymore. Maybe that's not where I'm, I'm trying to add to anymore. Yeah. And I'm actually kind of in a situation like that. I went along a path thinking the, the next steps were this, this, and this. I kept going down those next steps without taking a moment to reflect and wondering, are those the steps that I really want to be taking? Uh, so this reflecting has kind of helped bring that to the forefront of my mind and kind of help develop a plan along that. Good. So if that's the what and the why, let's talk a little bit about the how. How do we go about reflecting? And there's lots of different ways that we can reflect. They can be you know, something in-depth that takes a long time, perhaps hours. They could be something that is as short as five to ten minutes. They could be freeform and just kind of jotting down some ideas about how your year went, what went well, what didn't go well. Or you can use some structures, and there's a variety of structures out there for doing retrospection that you can look up online. Some of the examples of that, you can use the, the retrospective format, um, and you can look up and see what that format looks like, where it helps you understand uh, you know, what went well, what didn't go well, and what can be improved upon. You could do visualization. Actually, LifeKit talked about doing a form of visualization in retrospect to look back on your year. You can also take a look at the calendar year so you can break it down and say, okay, by each month, what were the things that happened? What were the things that I enjoyed or didn't go so well? Or you can even take a look at it based on topics. So you can take a look at, hey, maybe these are the things that happened that were life-oriented. These are the things that were finance-oriented. These are the things that were health-oriented. Whatever those categories are for you, that's a way to also break it down. One of the things that I would personally recommend is to have something to capture. So make sure you have some paper uh, or you could do it digitally and you can capture either in words or you can draw pictures, maybe even a combination of both if you want to do that. Um, I'd also suggest to make sure that you're time boxing this, but giving yourself time and space to be able to do it. Um, I know for me, I wanted to take time um, away. And so I specifically designated an hour to be able to spend some time reflecting and searching through and trying to process. And that helped out a bunch. You, you can do this with other people, but, uh, you know, it's good to do that reflection by yourself, but it's also good to, to share with others. Um, so that's, that's a lot of how for me, what about for you? How, is there some things that you have in terms of hows that you would want to share? So my hows were a little tricky. Reflection is not my strong point. Uh, so I started out with a topic, the theme topic of financial, health, travel. Um, and I tried to let, put everything in a category, like make boxes and then write down things in those boxes. But I got overwhelmed 
and then I got flustered and then I'm like I'm forgetting something so you mentioned something about one time going through your camera and being like oh did you realize in January this is when we went to the RV show and I'm like that was this year so then I just went through my phone and kind of did the highlights scrolling through my phone kind of highlights of pictures um that helped jog my memory that even if there were things that weren't in my phone just being like April, everything around in April, like, oh, and then this also happened. So then I jotted it down in my notebook. Yeah, I I actually did a little bit of a hybrid process myself. I started with reflecting with each month and I went through my camera reel and I started taking a look. And what I found was, as I was looking through those pictures, I was remembering, oh, yeah, we went to the RV show in January or Oh yeah, I forgot that that we you know had the the trip in March down to Florida. I forgot that we did you know some of the events and the activities that we did in there, like hanging out in the pool and watching TV from the pool. Uh, so so that was fun. But as I started to do that and I started reflecting more and more of my memory started coming up, it started shifting for me where I started being more oriented towards the different categories that were happening. And so what I did was I, I actually took the the months and had them on one side, but then I wrote the categories on the other. And, and as I was writing some things down, I would put them in the months and other things I would just put over into the categories. And I found that that hybrid model worked for me in terms of being able to reflect and see some of the things that went well and didn't go well, both on a timeline perspective, but then also based on some categories. And that helped me flesh some of that stuff out. So as you were going through and doing your reflecting, what was something that stood out as surprising or was memorable or that you really enjoyed reminding yourself of oh that's hard because again i don't usually stop and think i think this is a whole i'm curious to see what this will be like next year when i'm focusing on reflecting to see how i am compared to where i am now where i haven't focused a lot on it um what surprised me i think how much I did how much I had life changes losing a job again um and kind of how I was able to approach this time being told I was losing my job compared to the first time I was told I was losing my job and kind of to see well to see the growth that I made in in myself in that year in that in the time frame between the two this year I spent a lot of time going back to old habits or old hobbies that I used to love to do that I got lost along the way I went back to rollerblading granted I've only gone twice since I've gotten rollerblades but those are things that I used to enjoy that as I got older it kind of tapered off um and then just getting back into the garden getting my hands dirty again being outside a lot more kind of all those things that used to bring me joy like on a regular basis that I was always doing um that ended up getting pushed to the side because of work or whatever responsibilities, they're now coming back into the forefront. Cool. How about you? Anything that surprised you? Uh, I don't know that there was anything terribly surprising. Um, I, I would say maybe the most notable thing that happened was I tried to get back into writing and failed. Um, I had set myself up for uh, a bit of a writing challenge to build the habit and try to get back into it. And it was good when I felt like I needed to hit the goal, but I wasn't really into the writing. And when it comes to writing that way, 
I, it's something that I have to really feel passionate about. And I just found that while I have passion for the topic, I did not have passion for writing about it in the way that I was trying to write it. And so after I went through the experiment of trying to do that for a certain number of days, I stopped and I quit and decided I wasn't going to do that anymore. Um, I may go back to writing in some other way just because I do enjoy writing. And I've found that like you were talking about reconnecting with past hobbies and things like that. I've enjoyed that as a hobby in the past, but I just didn't enjoy it the way that I was trying to do it this go around. So I need to find a way to get back to that hobby to enjoy it. Is there something that you look back on and you look at like as a strong success? Um, so I think financially there was both a lot of good successes <laughs> and a lot of not so good successes. Hang on, we, I'll drink to the not so good successes. All right. We, uh, I'll, I'll say this, that there were definitely some milestones that we hit and we are going to go through and do the net worth statement this weekend and go through and look at the final numbers to see where we landed at. It's not to say that we're in a bad spot, but like there's definitely some goals that I had set that we just didn't hit. And that's okay. Um, now the question is, what are we going to do to make sure that we hit those goals going forward? And how are we going to change our habits, our behaviors, those types of things? Maybe watch our spending a little bit more, maybe look at it more regularly, things like that. And it's this reflection that is allowing me to be able to say, all right, I need to make a change. I need to do something different because while we're somewhat successful, we could be a lot more successful without significantly impacting the other things that we enjoy doing, mm -hmm. like trips and things like that. It's just a matter of the discipline. So what about for you? What my challenges was, what was well what was one of your what was one of your successes your big successes oh, my successes yeah i would say my successes are really becoming more confident in myself and handling unexpected events with a little more calmness and evenness instead of immediately going to um a stressed out a frustrated and angry phase being able to look at something and realized what's the worst thing that's going to happen like a phrase that you would always tell me okay so this happens what's the absolute worst thing that's going to happen can you handle that can we move on how do you, you step forward and really seeing that i've handled some unexpected challenges in a very mature way wow look at you being an adult Shh. don't tell anybody i also surprised myself that i am uh, a little more social than i thought i um, I'm a super introvert and I like my downtime, but I'm like, oh yeah, I hung out with people here. I hung out with people here. I hung out with people here. And I'm like, that's a lot of people hanging out. And yeah, I really enjoyed. And that was one of the things that I focused on in the life category. And even on the calendar, when I was mapping things out was all the times that we went to spend time with friends. So our time out in Utah our time camping with friends, our time at Pours in the Park up in Michigan, and then at Cedar Point after that, and then going to Bourbon on the Banks, um, time with family, mm -hmm. like down in Florida, and then also even just this past week, you know, time with your brothers and being able to have them over. Yeah. 
I was surprised. It's always fun to take people to Cedar Point for the first time. Yeah, that, that was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed doing that. Lastly, let's talk a little bit about outcomes. What do we do next? So now that we have this reflection, now that we've taken the time to look back and seen how things went or didn't go, what do we do with it? For me, I'm really using this reflection to help me go into 2024 with some intention. Uh, looking back and doing the re reflection, I realized I didn't put much intention into what I was doing or even intention into thinking about what I've done. So I'd like to kind of put more intention into um, quarterly, if not monthly, reflections for myself, kind of breaking things down to really force myself to, to stop and take stock of all the events around me um, and really helping me set goals and then keep track of the progress for the goals. How about you? Yeah, I, I think that this exercise helped us understand that, hey, we're not reflecting often enough and we really need to do that more often so that we can be more intentional, so that we can make sure that we're staying on track and then if we need to make the adjustments as we're moving forward to hit our goals, we really want to be intentional that way. We have the opportunity to do that. There was so much stuff that I had forgot that had happened this year. And it wasn't that long ago. It was just earlier this year. So it's easy when you think about it from that perspective to see how you can get off track if you're not taking the time to regularly reflect mm -hmm. and regularly look at hey, how did things go so that you can make pivots and adjustments? Um, I think looking at you know, some of the things that, that went well in terms of like finances and health goals and things like that, like I'm definitely down some pounds, which is great. And being able to see that progress in that regard, being able to have purchased and paid off a car this year for you mm -hmm. was fantastic. Um, you know, and there are other savings goals that I had that didn't go so well. I wasn't as disciplined with some of our pre-saving for future car, for home repairs. Uh, emergency savings is good, but some of the other ones I need to be more disciplined and better about. And so having that reflection more often and more regularly is going to help to make sure that I'm not veering off the path. And in looking at all of this, this is going to help with setting the goals for the first quarter and staying disciplined in looking at those and having uh, a shorter time box to look at those. I think also too, is just really reminding myself that slowing down and doing the reflections on a regular basis, it makes me have a greater appreciation for what I'm doing, where I've been, instead of rushing through everything or letting things happen, just really taking it in and being like, yeah, I went to this amazing event down in Kentucky around bikes like the people I met the experiences like instead of it just being a quick three-day weekend like really taking time to sit with that and and just kind of appreciating what what you've been doing and then helping to plan whether it's like oh that was awesome I'm gonna do this again how do I plan to get that or okay that that activity eh, it wasn't the best so how do I plan if I wanted to do it again how do I adjust and make sure that I get the most out of my uh my events yeah and that helps you understand do i want to do this again if i really enjoyed that time how do i make sure that i'm able to go to something like bourbon on the banks next year because we want to mm -hmm. and so as we look forward into 2024 how do we work that into our finances how do we work that into our time 
so that we can make sure that we reserve that time and space for those things that are meaningful to us that way. I think thinking about that early on at the beginning of the year and being able to chart some of that stuff out and know, hey, where am I intentionally going to go spend that time to get those great experiences in my life and get the experiences that I want is critical to making sure that they happen rather than just hoping that they do. For our last segment in this episode, we're going to take a moment to talk about what filled our spirits. What filled your spirit this week? Um, this week, both of my brothers were in town, um, which always fills my spirit. I don't get to see them nearly as much as I like to, and we were always close growing up. But so it was fun to have them come in town. No one was sick. And then um, going out with them to the, to the speakeasy and just me and my brothers causing a ruckus. Fun times. That's good. For me, uh, I had an opportunity, I like to cook for people, and had an opportunity to do that several times over the, the holiday. So I did for your family and made breakfast and pancakes for everybody. Mm-hmm. And thank you for all of your help in getting that ready and making that easy. Um, was also able to do an impromptu Christmas dinner, mm-hmm. and that was, was a lot of fun. Very tasty. Yeah, and then we ended up doing steak and eggs for breakfast which we had literally never done before nope and even though i overdid the steak a little bit still pretty tasty still pretty good so yeah i think also with to jump in on your filled your spirit driving out a meal for your your sister at 9 30 at night because you know, she was sick and the holiday wasn't going to be like she would normally have liked it so be able being able to bring a little bit of piece of Christmas and, and love to yeah. someone else. That Yeah, that definitely was very good and just filled my heart being able to do that for her. That's everything that we have for this episode on reflecting and retrospecting for 2023. Hopefully you found some things helpful here and you can apply some of them as you start to do your retrospection for 2023. Christine, what do we have for next week? Uh, Next week, we are taking our reflection to the next level, and we will be talking about goal setting and themes for 2024. Join us then, and in the meantime, live a spirited life. The topics and information on a spirited life should not be taken as financial advice and should be considered for entertainment purposes only.